the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Business Network. This is Business 1440. KYCR. Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Another major earthquake struck in Southern California, but that comes as no big surprise to seismologist Lucy Jones of Caltech. It is on the same fault system. It is larger. In fact, Jones says people need to expect there will still be big aftershocks from this week's quake that hit on July 4th. There's no reason to think that we can't have more large earthquakes. The largest aftershock on average to a 7.1 would be about a magnitude 6. So another magnitude 6 similar to uh, yesterday's earthquake in size would be um, not surprising to anybody. President Trump says there was what he calls a very interesting problem that forced Vice President Mike Pence to cancel an appearance this past week. He refused to give the details to reporters yesterday, but he said it will be coming out to the public in the next week or two. This is SRN News. This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. Former quarterback Colin Kepernick, best known for his protest during the national anthem, has launched new attacks against the Betsy Ross flag used by patriots during the revolution. Under pressure from Kaepernick, Nike canceled plans for special edition sneakers decorated with a flag featuring a circle of 13 stars representing the 13 rebellious colonies. All of them allowed slavery, so Kaepernick connects them to white supremacy. This ignores impassioned anti-slavery patriots like Adams, Franklin, and Hamilton, as well as Betsy Ross herself. Historians debate whether she designed the flag personally, but we do know she came from a devout Quaker family, and Quakers led anti-slavery activism in America. What's more, Betsy's home colony of Pennsylvania was the first to abolish slavery in 1780, seven years before the Constitution. Slurs against our founders and their banner are not only foolish, but ignorant. I'm Michael Medved. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. Mitch Berg from the Northern Alliance here for Kingdom Builders. You've heard them on this station. They say they're not great salesmen, just great roofers. But if you're a homeowner, you've heard the horror stories from your neighbors about roofers who were great salesmen, but terrible roofers, about contractors with no integrity. So my first call was to the roofers who make their integrity the center, not just of their business, but of their lives. That's the kingdom builders. And yeah, they are great roofers. I have a challenging roof. Third floor, lots of details, and it was last re-roofed when I was just out of high school. And yet... From the moment they showed up, I had the confidence. I wasn't just going to get a great roof. I wasn't going to get that heartburn you get when trying out a new contractor. So, yeah, they are great roofers and genuinely great people to work with. And I have the nicest-looking roof on my block. So call 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166. Or find them online at thekingdombuilders.net. Tell them Mitch Berg sent you, and he loves his new roof. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. Uh, I'm excited. This economy is on fire. It's the King Banyan Show. Let me emphasize that correlation is not causation. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Unemployment is low because everyone has two jobs. Please bring on the recession. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. Inflation getting higher. Makes it harder Hey, good morning, King Banyan Show. Happy 4th of July weekend to you. Has it felt like it? You've had storms, you've had humidity, you've had heat. Pleasant morning this morning, though. Hopefully pleasant where you are as well, up here, um, right right in the upper 60s as I walked out to grab my morning Wall Street Journal. And what does it say right at the top of the page? It says, it says, wrong slide, job 
says, jobs, U.S. hirings bounce back, easing fears of a job slowdown. It's Job Saturday here on the King Bane Show, besides being the, uh, being the uh, 4th of July <laughs> uh, weekend. Um, non-farm payrolls up 224,000 224, jobs this month. Uh, the jobless rate was up. But for what I always consider to be the good reason, when you get lots more people entering the labor force, that's a good thing, because it usually means that they're not just wandering in like zombies. They've uh, they've looked at the market and they've said, this would be a good time for me to come into the labor force. And additional workers in the economy have places to go. There are employers out there who want them, and that's the description of a strong economy, and that's it's kind of what we have right now. I, I think so. And and uh, indeed, you know, might as well just get one of these done right from the top. Uh, uh, we'll start right at the very end, end of our, our clip set uh, from cut number five. Um, this is President Trump. Um, of course, we have to talk to him because we only seem to get to talk to him when there's a helicopter or a, a jet. Um, ready to whisk him away someplace. Uh, this was one of those times. But anyway, he has this to say about the jobs report after, of course, after spending about a minute talking about the uh, 4th of July of events in Washington, D.C. He says this. Play cut number five, please. We had great numbers this morning. I think it was 224,000 jobs. Those were really unexpectedly good. And uh, our country continues to do really well, really, really well. So we're very happy about it. I think we're going to uh, we're going to be breaking records. If we had a Fed that would lower interest rates, we'd be like a rocket ship. But we're paying a lot of interest, and it's unnecessary. But we don't have a Fed that knows what they're doing, so it's one of those little things. But if we had a Fed that would lower rates, you would have a rocket ship. When Obama, President Obama, was here, he paid close to zero interest rates i'm paying real interest and yet our economy is i got your point sir still not happy about the fed well we'll get to that we'll get to you we'll get to your point about the fed we we got a a couple uh clips of he nominated two people uh one of them i didn't see on television at all the other um who had been a feature on on the uh cable uh business channels in the past, uh, was out there. Uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit about both of them, uh, but we'll spend most of our time talking about the one that is on television a lot because you may already be forming an opinion, and uh, I want you to know a couple things about about what it seems that she's bringing to the table. I'm, of course, talking about uh, Judy Shelton. Uh, Christopher Waller is the other nominee to the Federal Reserve. We'll talk about both of them a little bit later, but it's Job Saturday, and let's get to the basic point. He says, first of all, was it expected? Was it expected? Well, I think what everyone expected was about was about uh, one sixty one. Was a significant ad. Yes, they lowered the May number back down from back down from uh, seventy five down to seventy two thousand. They dropped the April one uh, by eight thousand jobs. So so eleven thousand comes off from uh, revisions, but uh, still that's a pretty pretty significant gain at at two hundred twenty four thousand. Or if you want to adjust for the revisions, two hundred thirteen thousand. That beats one fifty or one sixty by by a fair amount. Um, so if you look at the payroll numbers, they are always choppy. It is always important not to get caught up in any single month number. So if I, if I tick through and I'm just looking at a chart right now, I'm not looking at the exact data. Uh, but, um, January was around, was around, uh, excuse me, January was, was a strong month over, over 300,000 jobs gained. And then February, of course, we had the bad weather, so we had a number in the 50s, and then 150, then 200,000 in April, back down to the 72,000 in May, and then back up now to 224 in in June. It's been pretty choppy, more choppy than it was in in 2018, but it, but 
it is important always to me very very significant that you keep in mind that uh that averages are always a better idea here than uh trying to uh, than trying to reflect on on uh the the numbers uh, uh from month to month and and focus on them so the averages over the last 3 months 171,000 6 month 172 so Basically, this is just in line with an economy that's performing at about this 170 level. Um, the 12-month average was 100. The last 12 months, including this half of 2019 and the second half of 2018, would be 192. The 2018 average was 223,000. Okay, so you can see slower job growth, and that that so that that's a that's fairly apparent. The job ad, if I take if I take out the, all the wiggles and just look at the, just look at I don't know if you want to focus on three month averages or six month averages. Fair to say, we're running about fifty thousand jobs a month slower than we did before. Yet we had this gain, as I mentioned, in the number of people participating in the labor force. Whole bunch of new people come in, and. Some of them won't find jobs right away, right, in the month that they start to enter the, enter the labor force. When that happens, you see, a, you see a, an uptick, uh, an increase in the unemployment rate that does not indicate anybody getting fired. In fact, it indicates almost exactly the opposite. Let me slide down to, to the slides, to some of the information uh, that I'm looking for here. So... So if I look at the number of new entrants, that actually fell by 58,000, but there were 108, there's 1.8, 1.9 million people re-entering the labor force. Um, job leavers, the quit rate was substantially higher for the second month in a row, from 737,000 in April to 803,000 in May uh, to 888,000 in June. Those are the signs that people are indeed thinking that the economy is doing better. And this is what I hear business owners responding to in the surveys that we do up here in St. Cloud and the ones I see from the NFIB uh, and other, other folks that survey businesses who ask the question about labor shortages. They report it is harder and harder not just to find new workers, but to keep the workers they have because there are so many other opportunities being made available to them. That's a sign of a strengthening economy. And so, and so if I look at that, look at those labor force numbers, 335,000 people joined the labor force, 247,000 additional people who were uh, based on the survey of households found work in the month, um, and 158,000 people left the status of being not in the labor force and, and entered it instead. I don't think that the so I've taken the entirety of that that one tenth increase in three point seven. I got chided by one of my one of my regular readers on on uh, Twitter at pound KBRS to say, "Well, I'm glad you just called them an uptick rather than unemployed people." Thank you for thank you for playing our game, but that would be an incorrect answer. The correct answer here. The correct answer here is that is that when you have a large number of people entering the labor force, average search time is less than a month is is about a, is about a month, and some people may enter in one month and not find that good job that next job until the following month. Some people may leave a job because they want to search for something different, and it may take them two to three weeks to find that additional job. In the meantime, they have been they have been surveyed by Bureau of Labor Statistics and they show up in those numbers. Don't pay attention to anyone that's telling you, well, three point seven percent rather than three point six, that's a you know it's rounding error stuff. It's it it's it it, it was to my mind a singularly uh, um, silly comment, uh to uh to be sure. Uh, look, at the other point, uh, major point to make out of these data, and I'll, 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 we'll be continuing this in the next segment, but just to make this, make this point quick, the, 
the slack that we had seen and the lack of hiring that had been in manufacturing in April and May, and we've been talking a lot here on the King Banyan Show about about manufacturing employment. Manufacturing employment actually did bounce back in in, in this in this p- report. Uh, Seventeen thousand new jobs in manufacturing reported. Um, that included uh, twelve thousand in the in the durable goods sector, um, and and twenty one thousand additional jobs in construction. So the slowing that we th- keep thinking is going to happen in construction. We've gone another month and it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> and uh, I'm beginning I'm beginning to wonder exactly um, exactly what what is happening there. If you get if you look at the if you look at the numbers on the goods producing side, this has been the sector that has been helped probably most by what's happened in tax policy and what's happened uh, with with the compression of interest rates, despite what uh, the president said in that clip. Interest rates have been very favorable toward construction and manufacturing. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Stay tuned for more of The King Banyan Show here on Business 1440. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts BAG11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting BAG11 to 88988. That's BAG11 to 88988. Maybe you'd like to know what exactly Relief Factor is. It was created by doctors. It's a 100% drug-free supplement with four key ingredients that simply help your own body deal with the natural inflammatory response that it has. It's easy to swallow, four little capsules in each packet, like the packet that I carry with me at all times. Three packets a day for a week, then two packets a day for two weeks, and I have just described the three-week quick start. And you will know in three weeks, that's the beauty of it, whether it works, they don't drag you on. That costs just $19.95. There's a very good chance that a very serious percentage of my listeners suffer from some sort of muscular or joint pain. You should try this for $19.95. That's all you can lose. If it works, they will send it to you automatically. If it doesn't work, tell them not to send any shipments. And it's as simple as that. It is all at relieffactor.com. I've been using it for years now. Relieffactor.com. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. It's Jobs Saturday on the King Banyan Show. Here on Business 1440. <laughs> Welcome back, King Banyan Show. 
Business 1440. Almost makes me want to slip down to my national public radio voice. No, you don't want to hear that. Come on. Come on. Let's get back to Job Saturday here. Good jobs report. Seriously. It's a good jobs report. If you're if if you're like me, I'd you know, will will recession happen? Sure, someday. Recession the 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 recessions uh, have not been made illegal. They've not been repealed. Um they do not die of old age. Uh, I say say more often than not they're killed by uh policy mistakes. Um more often monetary policy mistakes than fiscal policy mistakes, but fiscal policy mistakes, trade policy mistakes, can kill can kill expansions too. Um, but if you were in if you were of a good if you were in a good mood uh, yesterday because of the jobs report, well, you would have been also like uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Larry Kudlow. Uh, Mr. Kudlow, of course, is is the uh, National Economic Council chair for President Trump right now. And um, he was on, I can't remember what, what which channel this was. I think this is Fox Business, but I'm not positive. Um, this is, uh, this is uh, Larry Kudlow yesterday. Let's play cut number three, please, Andrew. That's a great number. I mean, we are in a strong prosperity cycle. Point number one. Point number two, we have registered stronger economic growth with, frankly, less uh, inequality. Uh, That's something I've heard on campaign trail. Right. Growth is faster. Prosperity is stronger. Inequality is less. The bottom parts of the uh, workforce, uh, the super uh, non-supervisory people, they're doing better than their supervisors. Well, and the point is it's. So, and and I think this is I think this is uh, a, a good point he makes. If I look at the data, for example, on weekly hours and overtime hours, overtime hours are still running at a nice, healthy four point two hours a week. That's pretty good. That number normally declines late cycle. Why? Because late cycle is described by hiring of additional workers. You're now confident that that work you've been doing is going to continue. So rather than avoiding the hiring of additional workers you give out more overtime later in the cycle that tends to decline that actually has declined between june 2018 and june 2019 from from four and a half hours or 4.6 hours to 4.2 to 4.3 depending on which section of manufacturing that you're looking at but manufacturing hours overall in uh, in uh in uh, in mining and logging have remained very strong and manufacturing have hung in just a little bit lower than it was a year ago but they remain pretty comf- pretty comfortably at that at that same level uh that you that you would uh, expect to have happen if i look at the uh, hourly earnings in the private sector overall up uh, for up 4 cents in the month a uh, little bit weaker, but uh, 3.1% gain year over year. Um, and and again, in a world where we keep being told there's not an, there's not much inflation, there's not enough inflation. Wage gains running at three three and a half percent annually are probably a pretty good place for most uh, most folks. If I look in the if I look look up and down the scale, almost every place it's up it's up by a few cents here, a few cents there. Mining and logging actually fell a little bit, um, and I don't see anything else there. So if I look at if I look at the numbers for wage gains uh, and hours worked, um, uh, they basically can be described as steady, but there's been no acceleration. There's been no um, there's been no uh, deceleration either. Um, the labor force participation rate ticked up a tenth to 62.9%. So that's, that's good. That reflects that, that, that increase in, that increase in, uh, new entrants and re-entrants in the labor force. Those are, those are good signs. Um, and there, and again, job leavers, that seems to be, that seems to be like the best number there. So let me take. Let me take a little bit of a transition to 
to talking about the, the about the Fed and and its reaction to this. Uh, looking for a, I have to go find a chart for myself. If I go back to that's not going to work. Let me go back here. Um, if I if I went and looked at uh, where we were when we spoke uh, to you last last week, last we would have seen, and I think we talked about this, that there was about a two to one chance that at the Ned f- next Fed meeting there'd be a cut of uh, twenty five basis points to the Fed funds rate. The other one third probability was not on zero, on no change, but rather on a cut of fifty basis points. The market had been entirely expecting a had had um, at least a third of its participants thinking that a fifty percent basis point cut could be in the cards. Yesterday's news ended that. Yesterday's news basically said this is this is unlikely to happen. So if I now look at uh, the Fed Fund's future market, the probability of a 25 basis point cut is above is above 95% and the probability of a of a 50 basis point cut is down below 5% now. As implied by the the trading action yesterday after the announcement at at the Chicago Board of Exchange. Now, if, if I scroll out and look at, at what that says going uh, going forward, that really didn't change too too much. That that probably still keeps in play the probability that there's a second rate cut sometime before the end of twenty twenty nineteen. That currently stands at forty two percent for fifty basis points from now, meaning down to one and three quarters two percent. In about a 35% probability that there's three cuts and takes us down to the 150 to 175 range. It did not move longer expectations, but the path by which interest rate changes are now being expected, we may have pushed out the the, fir- the rate cut down below 2% to, su- to sometime later in the year. But I think it's now fair to say. I mean, as I look at as I look at charts and say, okay, so what is likely to happen between now and then? I take a look at uh, I take a look at uh, the the data that's coming this particular week. This particular week, what is coming? Um, what the, what is coming is um, well. That, I'm sorry, that was that's the wrong chart. Hang on, let me grab you the right one. Um, you've got consumer credit coming out on Monday, and then. Thursday and Friday next week are the two bigger ones, which will be the consumer price index and the producer price index. If there's no sharp upside surprise on those numbers, everything else, this report notwithstanding, probably pushes everybody into the camp that that uh, Jim Bullard's in, which is which is that December rate increase was probably was probably 25 basis points too far. You can expect that there will be a rate reduction of 25 basis points. That's that's where the market is. And for the first time in a while, I think the market has now come to understand that the data really do drive the story and that they couldn't any longer agitate for, for 50 basis points. And And I think this helps let uh, Jay Powell out of the box for a little while. He can do a fifty. He can do a twenty-five basis point cut at the end of July. He can then go ahead and wait on the August and September jobs reports. He can wait for second quarter GDP data, which will come. Uh, I'm trying to get my dates right. Um, we'll. Will have uh, no the second quarter GDP numbers will be actually out uh, before the meeting, uh, the Friday before the meeting. So I think, in fact, uh, I think, in fact, you'll have uh, you'll you'll have enough information that's new that will lead them to to have to have a have no change at the meeting in early September. That's when it will get frantic. I think fall will be the time when everyone's going to start saying, well, what happened to those rate cuts that we were all expecting? 
Shouldn't there be more? Well, there maybe will be one more. But the market has yet to adjust how it's thinking about the impact of this change further out. They're still angling for maybe three cuts between now and the end of the year. I sure don't see three cuts. I see equally likely a path that this next cut is the one and done cut. I think this might be that moment where the Federal Reserve says, we're done, <coughs> we're done after this. Which makes the appointment of these two Fed governors, uh, the, the nomination of these two Fed governors, all the more interesting. We'll talk about them. We'll talk about uh, the administration's view on what's happening as well right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. All month long, we're giving away 1K a day here on Business 1440. Each weekday, there'll be four keywords on air, plus a bonus keyword on our Facebook page. When you hear the keyword, simply head over to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com to enter the word. You get an additional chance to win for every keyword you enter. So listen close each weekday at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and 4 p.m. to collect the keywords and win some cool cash from Business 1440. There is nothing that they won't do to get you the help you need to become a successful student at Online Trading Academy. My name is Brian. I've been with Online Trading Academy since November 2016. What OTA has done for me, they've really opened my eyes into how the financial markets work and how a financial advisor, how do mutual funds work and how do they make money and what the expense is to me for them giving me their advice. Teaching me that I can be in control of that is really helping me save the expense that they had been taking out of my portfolio. The only criteria that you need is the internal desire to want to become a trader and take financial control of your life. Join us for a free investing class by calling pound 250 on your cell phone and use the keyword OTA or go to learnwithota.com. I loved playing high school sports. I loved the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, all the pageantry, and I wanted to keep playing. But I graduated. No colleges called and neither did the pros. So, to stay close to the game I loved, I decided to become a high school official. You know, a referee. When I played high school sports, I learned the importance of integrity, good sportsmanship, and respect for the rules. Now, as a high school official, I get to help model these same values to others. Maybe the colleges and the pros didn't call, but the kids in Minnesota did. And now, I'm enjoying the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, and all the pageantry of high school sports all over again. Interested in becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process. Eating better can be a challenge, not to mention sometimes confusing. Eat this, don't eat that, and don't even ask me what a healthy fat is. Working towards your physical wellness can be a challenge, but you don't have to do it on your own. Wellness Radio 1570 is here to help make it a little easier with all of the encouragement and guidance to help you work towards your best you. And don't forget, you can take Wellness Radio 1570 with you wherever you go by downloading our free mobile app. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Welcome back, King Bane Show, Business 1440. Andrew has taken himself a fancy to uh, some Miles Davis this week. Excellent choice. Excellent choice. Um, the host approves of the musical taste of the producer. Well, welcome back. Hey, hey let's, 
let's get into this now. I've been I've been focused for a while. I'm going to talk a little bit about how were we wrong on China last week? As I, I next hour, um, we made a we made a show on Friday night, thinking that there would be something that something based on uh, we knew that there were discussions to be had between uh, China and the United States at the G20 summit in Osaka. We had assumed that there was going to be some out that some outcomes. I think we got it mostly right, but we got one thing pretty badly wrong. And um, it's always been my policy as a forecaster that you increase your credibility uh, by calling out your mistakes and saying, "Here, I was wrong here. Here's why I might have been wrong. Here's what I might have missed. And how does that change my story going forward? And um, what we got wrong was Huawei. And... Um, I don't think we've heard the end of it. It just so happens that uh, they managed to do all this in the middle of a uh, in the middle of a week that was that is disrupted in some sense by by the Fourth uh, of July events, and so we've had we've had a few days of um, if I might if not bread and circus then uh, then uh, parades and picnics. Um, that have maybe uh, taken our eyes off of uh, what the heck happened last weekend there, and we'll be we'll talk about that a little bit uh, a little bit later on in the show. Um, also, uh, brief thought about what's happening in 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 Britain with the elections or the selection of the new leader of the Conservative Party. It's increasingly looking like um, looking like it will be, in fact, Boris Johnson, who is going to be the next leader. Of the UK, what does that mean as we approach uh, the next uh, Brexit deadline of October 31st? We'll talk about that in the next hour. But let me let me turn let me turn my attention to uh, to to uh, first of all, we've been talking about the jobs report. Um, uh, we had Larry Kudlow, indeed, Fox Business. He was on yesterday, and he was uh, he was conversing. Um, he was conversing with the host, um, who, who's, I didn't recognize it was sub, it's the holiday weekend. So everyone's got substitute hosts, except for those of us that just can't resist being here on a job Saturday. Cudlow was talking job Saturday. Let's go ahead and play cut number four. And look, I, I think that people should understand again, I don't know, for the 10,000 millionth time in the last three or four decades, I will say, and you know it's coming, people, more people working, more people succeeding, more people earning higher wages from their success does not cause inflation. Right. Let me repeat that. Right. More people working does not cause inflation. Period. Stop. Full stop. Ah. In other words, the... Yeah, okay. Full stop. In other words... Larry Kudlow doesn't believe in the Phillips curve. Neither do I. Neither do the two people that the Trump administration uh, uh, nominated to be governors of the Federal Reserve. Uh, Christopher Waller, um, who's been the chief economist at the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis. Its previous, its previous chief economist uh, is now the president of the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis, uh, Jim Bullard, suggesting that uh, perhaps the Trump White House has paid attention to uh, President Bullard and likes what it hears uh, from from him. Uh, does have their chief economist now be uh, called, to, called to be a uh, potential uh, governor. Um, relatively unusual. Then, of course, Judy Shelton, uh, who we'll hear from in a moment, um, also pretty clearly not a believer in uh, the Phillips curve. Phillips curve is is uh, in the minds of many dead, dead, dead. In, indeed, this morning's Wall Street Journal, which I just tweeted at you, um, none of this, hold, hold on, I want to play the rest of Cudlow in just a second. None of this provides the Fed with certain guidance for its interest, meaning the jobs report, for its interest rate decision at the end of this month. The Phillips curve aficionados on the Fed staff will see strong June report as a reason not to cut rates and maybe to raise them. There are precious few aficionados of the Phillips curve at the Federal Reserve, Federal Reserve Board staff. What there is is an econometric model that implies some unemployment inflation trade-off that is being translated by some people to say, well, they believe in the Phillips curve. 
Remember that the Phillips curve can be a descriptor of a, of a statistical relationship, which is how it was discovered. Or it could be used as sort of a menu of policy choices for simply setting a dial. I want unemployment rate here, therefore I want, er, therefore I get inflation of this. Oh wait, I want inflation of this, therefore I have to accept unemployment rate of that. That second description of the Phillips curve as being a menu or sort of like positions on a dial. I don't think you could find it. I, I, I'm willing to bet the hundred or so dollars in my pocket right now. I'm, I don't know how much money is in my pocket. I just normally carry about $100 of cash, honey. Um, I guess I just told everyone who robs me, here's what you can get. Whatever. Um, I, don't think, I don't think you could find me an economist who says, oh, yeah, we could choose a point on the Phillips curve and we can just go there. No, they don't. Now, the Taylor rule, which actually has embedded within it trade-offs, in the short run, but not in the long run. They believe in that, but they don't believe in the Phillips curve. Okay. And and I'll get to the rest of that after this, but I want to go ahead and play the remainder of, uh, of uh, Larry Kudlow from yesterday. Let's continue cut number four, please, Andrew. Fed doesn't get it. Well, look, I'm not, I'm just going to say, I think the Fed is looking at it very carefully, and that's a good thing. Uh, and I think the markets have been predicting uh, that the Fed will probably take back its uh, December rate hike, which was probably overbaked. Um, Fed is independent. They will act on their... That, that's exactly what, what we just said in the previous segment. The Fed will take back the 25 basis point cut. They started to hint at it, and that's what, uh, that's what President Bullard had done. He started to hint at that. In fact, he did it here at our conference here at the Winter Institute up in St. Cloud in February. And increasingly, the market has turned toward his view. Indeed, it went past his view. And Neil Kashkari, president of the Minneapolis Fed, said he thought the rate cut should be 50 basis points. He will be the one disappointed. That's okay. There probably should be someone advocating for a larger rate cut. The, the Fed operates on a consensus principle. If President Kashkari is at 50 and some others are at zero and a majority of them are at 25, eventually they'll all say, okay. 25 is where we're going. That works perfectly fine for us and, and all of the presidents and all of I, 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 it is unusual to hear somebody as President Bullard did come out and say, I don't, I don't think, I don't, I don't think uh, we should have done that one. That's kind of unusual. Um, but, um, but uh, there has to be someone that sort of is the, that sort of sends that signal and he had done so. Go ahead and play the rest of uh, cut number four, please own time. But I'm just saying, more fundamentally, we have to understand that with the right incentives, right, lower taxes, lower regulations, opening up energy, reforming international trade, with the right free market incentives that has been put in place by President Trump, frankly, we are getting a tremendous economic takeoff. Right. And but this but again, the, the, Fed, that's the a, Fed... That's a that's a good thing, not a bad thing. And may I say, on July 4th uh, weekend, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And let me say, when the founders wrote that, David Asman, they, they understood right. that life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness was not inflationary. <laughs> I don't think they said that in particular. No, they but didn't. Ask- no, they didn't. <laughs> Pretty funny. No, they didn't, because, of course, back then, people traded in gold. Uh, and fiat money standards did not exist back in... Well, I'll tell you what, they did, but uh, typically uh, what resulted was the continental dollar and... Um, that's a historical um, curiosity uh, that very few people would want to follow. Um, it's not much more than the, it, the continental dollar is worth about as much as the Zimbabwe dollar. Um, so, what he, he the basic point is for them, and I, and you hear it again. I'm going to play. I'm going to play cut number one in a second, Andrew. So be on the ready there. Um. What's interesting about that is that that they believe the economy is growing stronger. Look, all the forecasts for GDP for Q2, even after the report yesterday, 
All the forecasts for quarter two GDP are running in the one and a half percent area. Are you really going to be able to say that, or are you act, or that the economy is going really strong, or what is what you're setting up for? What I think they're setting up for is if they get the 25 basis point cut from the Fed at the end of the month, they will be able to say, well, it's your fault. See, you guys raised too much, and so it's your fault that we got that 1.5%. It's not, it's not us. Our tax cuts would have given you tons of growth if you had just allowed that to happen. Indeed, let's go ahead. This was Judy Shelton on CNBC with Rick Santelli um, yesterday, uh, Friday. Um, and... I want you to listen to this, and I'm going to say something provocative as soon as as soon as this little clip ends. Go ahead and play cut number one, please, Andrew. Um, I think it shows that the pro-growth economic agenda under the administration is working. I think it shows that economies really do respond to positive policies that help create a better environment for businesses to be successful so they can hire people. We see gains in productivity. That justifies the gains in wages, which is fantastic, and um, it's it's paying off. and And the the numbers today are testimony to that. Here's so does doesn't it sound like they've got the same set of notes? It does. And if she was running to be the chair of the Council of Economic Advisors, or she was going to be head of the National Economic Council, or the Treasury Secretary, that'd be one thing. But Dr. Shelton is a nominee for the Federal Reserve Board of Governors. The Federal Reserve is supposed to be an independent institution, independent of political pressure. Why does it sound like she's reading the same set of notes that Larry Kudlow, who does work for the administration and should be putting out a pro-administration viewpoint? That's his job. Dr. Shelton, it's not yours. At least it's not the job you're you're, you're nominated to do. You're running to be, or you're nominated to be, an independent governor of the central bank. What are you doing? What are you doing? (laughs) All right? That makes absolutely zero sense to me whatsoever. Not what you said in terms of the uh, the fact set. It's an argument. It's an argument that has, has some basis in fact. I, I tend to think that the tax cut should increase productivity and, and should be increasing investment. Although the evidence to this point in favor of my view is weaker than I would like it. It, it. But you're not supposed to be making the administration's case when you're supposed to be an independent governor, right? It makes no more sense. You should be thinking about your role as being like that as a Supreme Court justice. If a Supreme Court justice said about immigration policy the very same things that um, that the head of Homeland Security says about immigration policy, we'd say that person's unfit to be Supreme Court justice. How about, how about for you, too? We'll be back after this. King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need cash now? Seems like the more you need something, the harder it is to get, especially when you need it fast. Have you been turned down for a personal loan? Are your credit cards maxed out? Do you have bad credit? One of the nation's largest personal loan networks, GetCash.com, is the place to go when you need money fast. All you need is a checking account and a regular source of income. And you could get up to $5,000 discreetly with your computer or smartphone in as little as 24 hours. There's no paperwork needed to get connected. At GetCash.com, our lenders have lent hundreds of millions of dollars to people just like you. And now, you could get up to $5,000 deposited in your account as soon as tomorrow, regardless of your credit history. Get the cash you need fast at GetCash.com. That's GetCash.com. GetCash.com. This is Hugh Hewitt for TownHall.com. As we continue the long days of summer and celebrations like the 4th of July or family vacations, it is important to keep in mind that across large parts of the world, the idea of either freedom or leisure, much less both, is so far off as to be the stuff of legend. For us, it's a taken-for-granted annual ritual. We are so blessed that we often simply forget to count those blessings and marvel at their largely uninterrupted enjoyment for 200-plus years. 
No, we are not a perfect nation, not even close, but we are the best hope of mankind, exceptional for all of our history, and even more so as the world collapses in so many places into abject barbarianism. Our political leaders and our courts may disappoint. Our common culture may disparage our uniqueness. But the facts of history do not lie. In the face of our many imperfections, we should all give thanks for living in this time and in this country. Happy Fourth of July from all of us here at the Salem Media Group. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. American pressure. Do you have a pressure washer in your shop that takes diesel fuel or kerosene? Are you tired of filling that tank every day? A stationary pressure washer that heats the water with natural gas or electricity from American Pressure is a great solution. Call us to discover all the ways a new stationary machine could benefit your business. We are always glad to come out to you, look at your current setup, and make recommendations. That new stationary unit will hook up your existing natural gas line, which will save you both the cost of fuel as well as the time and effort and mess of re- fueling a pressure washer. The pressure washer will exhaust through the roof of your building or out the sidewall. And if it's an all-electric unit, there will be no exhaust stack at all. In addition, we've got all the right accessories to go with your machine, including trolley systems, hose reels, wands, trigger guns, and everything you need to make the cleaning job as easy and safe as it can be. Welcome back, King Daniel Show, Business 1440. Happy 4th of July holiday to you. Um, my good Twitter friend, NarnFan, PoundKBRS, tweets, tweets to us, because you're not following Twitter right now, because you're probably out in the garage or you're driving someplace, and you shouldn't be looking at your phone or your laptop. If the founders thought it was a good idea to have a bunch of propeller heads guess at the right interest rate and shove it down her throat, they would have said so. Well, probably not. Remember, they had just experienced fiat currency. It was called the Continental Dollar. It turned out pretty poorly. Um, and so they didn't want that. No, what they wanted was, in fact, they wanted Congress to regulate the value of the dollar vis-a-vis a a metal. And we eventually got away from that. First through FDR and then through Nixon. Uh, The gold window was closed and we went to a a dollar standard world world monetary system. The likelihood that we would get away from that. Uh, and go some other place, uh, go back to um, a metallic standard, monometallic, bimetallic, as was the case in the first 80 years of the Republic. Um, Probably, probably not in the cards. So the question is, what do you do instead? One thing that I've been looking at, because I'm going to read you the last sentence in that. Let me go find that particular piece here i read to you from the from the uh wall street journal's uh editorial this morning um the phil you know that warning that hey the aficionados of the phillips curve at the federal reserve is going to increase their increase things it's like eh, i don't think that's right long bond rates have fallen significantly below the fed's target of 2.25 to 2.5 percent which is a sign the central bank may be too tight and indeed uh Dr. Shelton, uh, Judy Shelton, who, of course, is the is a, a nominee for the Fed, basically says this in the middle of this this next cut will play. So let's let's get to that part. Uh, cut number two. And we're, I'm going to stop this when I hear I'm going to call you to stop this, Andrew, when I hear hear her talk about this. So let's start cut number two, please. Well, I think what we've seen is that central banks have been engaged in policies that have created a disconnect between the real economy and the interaction between central banks and financial markets. So my concern is that now that we're getting things going the right way because of genuine um, impact-having policies that are raising the, the growth potential, I don't want to cut liquidity to that. Um, I think that markets are set up, this is why we see a negative reaction to what is really good news, for the idea that they've been, they've been taught to believe in, 
And when you, when you consider that more than half of American households are invested through mutual funds or pension funds in this market, I don't want the Fed to pull the rug out from under them by, by taking a position that is not conducive to further providing the liquidity for this growing economy. We have, we have two scary things that, you know, I look at the international aspects. One is this yield curve where you have the Federal Reserve paying interest on excess reserves, the Fed funds rate of 2.35%. And then you have a 10-year Treasury at, what, two, even under two, it has been. 205, just trade. That 205. Right there. That's very okay. So she makes a very interesting point, and actually the better point, rather than rather than shilling for the administration's fiscal policy. Um, she makes the interesting point, hey, look, we have the 10-year, we have a Fed funds rate that's above the 10-year treasury rate. What does that mean? What does that look like? And, and indeed, the Wall Street Journal this morning, uh, which is also um, uh, touting a, a, a rate cut in July. Long, this is the, this is after talking about the Phillips curve aficionados, continuing the, the, the paragraph. But long bond rates have fallen significantly below the Fed's target rate of two and a quarter, two and a half percent, which is a sign the central bank may be too tight. All right. And this is this is something that's done by what uh, Narn fan refers to as propeller heads. But those market those markets are market prices. Those are prices that are being determined by thousands upon thousands, millions of traders uh, operating in, in, in financial markets. And the Fed is, I think, in some sense, reacting to that. But as, as I look at it, and we're going to talk about this carrying over into the next into the next hour. One of the things that's being left out of this conversation is the, the impact of quantitative tightening. And what impact has quantitative tightening had in terms of raising interest rates and making things harder for these, for these folks and for these savers? And my answer to that is nothing yet because there's too much excess reserves in the system still to have any real impact. But we're going to have to talk about that on the other side of these messages. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Stay tuned for more of The King Banyan Show here on Business 1440. Once upon a time, many years ago, customers would find your business with this big, thick book full of phone numbers and competitors' phone numbers. It was a heavy, cumbersome, yellowish-looking thing. I believe they called it a phone book. You'd place your ad in the book and hope customers would call. Hello? We've come a long way. Now, there's Salem Surround. We help deliver customers right to your front door with targeted digital marketing. These are the tools of the 21st century smart businesses use to succeed. And our team at Salem Surround can guide you through all the available options with the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof so you can spend time taking care of your customers. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. With Salem Surround, there are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need cash now? Seems like the more you need something, the harder it is to get, especially when you need it fast. Have you been turned down for a personal loan? Are your credit cards maxed out? Do you have bad credit? One of the nation's largest personal loan networks, GetCash.com, is the place to go when you need money fast. All you need is a checking account and a regular source of income. And you could get up to $5,000 discreetly with your computer or smartphone in as little as 24 hours. There's no paperwork needed to get connected. At GetCash.com, our lenders have lent hundreds of millions of dollars to people just like you. And now, you could get up to $5,000 deposited in your account as soon as tomorrow, regardless of your credit history. Get the cash you need fast at GetCash.com. That's GetCash.com. GetCash.com. I should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at I need more hair. 
iNeedHairLoss.com. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to iNeedMoreHair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including notable Hollywood personalities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed in writing and their prices are the best in the business. If you have hair loss, don't put this off another day. Contact INeedMoreHair.com at their office in Egan for your free consultation. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at INeedMoreHair.com. Business 14. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.